Are you beginning to feel the presence of a primeval or old-growth forest? There's something enchanting about a cool, damp grove, rich with earthy smells. In the winter, snow blowing down from above treeline accumulates here, and the snow drifts as deep as five feet last until summer. This very moist environment encourages lush growth, and so this dark forest floor is thick with moss, orchids, honeysuckle, blueberry and huckleberry bushes. Here, delicate wildflowers, like the pink fireweed and fairy slipper orchids, blend in with bluebells and yellow arnica. In contrast, ahead of us lies a decimated mountaintop, littered with dead, charred tree trunks. This is another sad testimony of the power and destruction of a forest fire. It was in 1871 when a fire ran rampant and burned Jack Straw Mountain on your left. Clearly that mountaintop used to be forested. Yet, notice where Treeline is today. It is well below those dry, lonely sentinels. So what happened? And why didn't the hilltop grow back? Well, the simple answer is that fire changed the growth line. Basically, fire removed the barricade of trees that held the fiercely cold, heavy air at treeline. Once cleared, that arctic air dropped down many hundreds of feet into the forest below, creating a new treeline. In other words, wherever freezing air hovers, nothing can grow. Those burned stumps and trunks, now over 125 years old, will probably remain alone and isolated, at least throughout our lifetime. Let's for just a minute take an imaginary trip, a brief mental reprieve. Pretend, if you will, that this is a mystical fairy tale forest, a gentle forest, where baby fawns graze alongside their mother, a harmonious forest where bobcats and weasels play, a peaceful forest where by day the treetops resound with the flute-like tune of the hermit thrush, and by night wolves guard and protect all the living creatures. And living among them are wood nymphs, nature goddesses, young and beautiful, dancing with delight in the seclusion and protection of their idyllic mountain paradise. A little unreal? Maybe not, for this park had a wood nymph named Agnes Lowe, but she was known as the Eve of Estes. In August of 1917, this 20-year-old modern Eve announced that she would be leaving civilization and heading into the forest for a week to commune with nature. The event attracted nearly 2,000 people who came to watch Eve sprint off into the woods. Newspaper headlines stated that she was naked, unarmed, and alone. Not surprisingly, the very next day, a man wearing a primitive robe who claimed to be the new Adam declared he was going to search for Eve in the new Garden of Eden. Adam claimed to have had a vision from heaven, directing him to join the Eve of Estes in her quest of living with nature. But his hopes of finding her were thwarted by park rangers who would not let anyone disturb the adventurous Miss Agnes Lowe. A week later, she emerged from the woods, sunburned almost of the shade of pine bark, and covered with mosquito bites from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. Amusingly, she was presented with a mail sack containing 64 proposals of marriage. 
The episode created dozens of newspaper stories across the country. Humorous as it sounds, it unfortunately created extreme animosity between Park Service officials and local newspapers. Later, newspaper officials confessed that the stunt was arranged purely for publicity. Okay, back to reality. Parking for stop number 11, Farview Curve, comes up very quickly on your left. Please yield to oncoming traffic.